the interesting question, which was, in fact, I think you were beginning to, to ask, ask the question, why have these buildings survived? Because we don't learn and we don't teach in anything like that way these days. Clearly, they're durable buildings. Maybe that's an issue. Um, they perhaps are simple buildings that uh, can accept change. Uh, perhaps they're simple buildings that can be extended. Uh, certainly, the quality of light and ventilation uh, far exceeds anything that we've been doing up until recently in, in uh, school design. Very, very tall ceilings, lots of light. Well, uh, they had to in those days because they didn't have, have artificial light. But also, the science of ventilation, I think, was, was, was much better thought through. Uh, location, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's part of the thing we're talking about today. Just the fact of where they are may be the reason that they survive. They're serving a need, they're serving a community. Uh, sometimes the sites are so small and so tight that actually it's almost impossible to develop them unless you can find somewhere else. Uh, there's, there's now again, it was hinted at this morning, there's a very strong conservation lobby. The school that we're working on is probably just about to be listed as a record of Victorian educational systems, but also as a fairly significant building. So I don't have any, any answers as to why they've survived, but I think uh, it's, it's, it's an open question that we do all need to consider more.